Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we talk about every single item, every single enemy, every single everything in the Binding of Isaac. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined, as always, by a man we'll all see in Quathloth, Gary Butterfield. I'll see in Quathloth. Gary, I couldn't remember what the Klingon afterlife was. Uh, okay, okay, I think... I... I love the thrilling freefall moment where I think I'm I looked at the wrong items. Yeah, no. That well, happens it, sometimes. Gary, it's just because I'm saying uh the dumbest free associative shit. Uh cling on afterlife is called Oh shit, cling on afterlife flowchart came up as a suggestion. <laughs> Let's go take a look at that. Uh, oh, it's a wired that, thing. I hope that's been in a visual aid in a p- corporate presentation. Sometimes. Maybe it's it's a it's a diagram that Wired made several okay. years ago. Hello, welcome to my article. My name is Doogie Horner. I used to be a mess like you until I discovered that life's most confusing conundrums. Doogie cellular Horner. Division. I don't know, dude. It's some Wired writer. <laughs> Tim and Eric shit is this? It, Stovacore. Stovacore is the the Klingon heaven. Okay. As opposed uh, to Graythor, the Klingon hell. Okay. This is a complicated flowchart for there just being heaven and hell. Is it a series of like if then statements determining which where you go? Yeah, no, it's like a it's like an Aquid flowchart kind hey, of thing. Okay, quiz me whether I'm going to uh, Klingon heaven or hell. Sure, Gary. Did you die in battle? Nope. Did you at least commit ritual suicide? Nope. Boy, you're a real embarrassment. I'm afraid to even ask this, <laughs> but you weren't captured in battle, were you? I don't think so. You still no. brought dishonor onto yourself. Go to Graythor. Oh shit! The uh, Klingon hell is really uh, tough. You know that's Klingon heaven's tough to get into. Do you think that makes it a more exclusive club? Like, um, I think it makes it. It's like uh, Valhalla, uh, where it's yeah a heaven that it sounds like a real bummer like, place. See yeah, also Christian heaven. Yeah, see uh, a cenobite kind of like we have such pleasure to show you, but it's just like getting stabbed. I, I if you you know the fact that you can get into Christian heaven just through a deathbed repentance. Sure. Uh, not very exclusive. Yeah, but at the same time, like one of you know, when I was a Christian kid, Happy Easter, by the way. Um, yeah. I mean, that's why this is on our mind. We got we're we're full of riz. Yeah, uh, heaven definitely did sound like a bummer. Like it was just yeah. like you're just going to stand at the right hand of the Father forever, singing His praises. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like box? heaven for him. Yeah, but not for me. Like I don't want to be a no. part. I don't want to be a plank that of what heaven is built from. No GameCube. You know? Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I want to be playing the, the PlayStation 7 in heaven. Ooh, um, yeah. the seven PlayStations you meet in heaven, Gary. Yeah, the PlayStation 6 is only for demons and devils and bad boys. Um, so, uh, Gary, I do, I do have a, uh, a bit this week, so we should get through the item, because it's a good okay. item, too. Or at yeah, least an it, interesting item. It's very interesting. Do you think they have a good version of Retro Game Challenge 3 in heaven? Uh, yeah. Gary, they I, they retro challenge game challenges slept through like five. Yeah, God, this is a good reason to death. They're all PS one D makes. Ooh, okay, Inter- yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Yeah, there, there's a there's a sixty hour Xenogears parody uh, oh. in that collection. <laughs> the, except all the things are replaced with references to a a Japanese only show that. Uh, yeah, you know, lots of in jokes. Well, that doesn't sound so good. I'm gonna get captured in battle. Yeah. I, we're talking about Blood Oath. Uh, really well, look, don't get captured item. in battle, Gary, because then also uh, there is a note in that flowchart oh. that also you've dishonored your children and grandchildren. But then I get to go to heaven, but my... No, everybody's going to that. Uh, 
Klingon Damn. Battle. Okay. I wonder what, what they think of vasectomies and if they do them with tiny bathleths. In, uh, uh, the they love culture. them and they love it. Yeah. I just imagine somebody taking like a tiny little or like a, a bathleth brie. Mm-hmm. Briss, you know, like hmm. uh, blood oath. Very interesting. Uh, this is an evil and mean looking cross knife thing. Mm-hmm. It says bleed me dry. Uh, devil room item and curse room bleed item. Me, bleed me, daddy. You get to blood, daddies. Hey, daddies, time for blood. Uh, let's explain what this does. Like you said, we have to get through this quickly, and then we got to talk more about your bit and cling on uh, circumcisions and stuff. Yeah. So um, at the start of every floor, uh, this thing will jam itself into Isaac's back, uh, dropping uh, your character to half a red heart. It doesn't touch spirit hearts or anything, but it will drain as many red hearts as possible without killing him. Uh, or draining them all if you have soul, black, or bone hearts. Yes. And for every half heart it takes, uh, it gives you a damage and speed up for the floor. Yeah. Uh, Pretty cool. The most you can get out of this is plus 19.8, unless you're, I think, like, tainted, like, uh, unless you have, like, birthright with Maggie or something, which gets you up to, like, 18 hearts. But Yeah, you can you can do some silly shit. Uh, in general, you don't want to have that many because then you die in one hit. You know, like, yeah. this is a, a throttle riding item. Like mm-hmm. six red hearts and six spirit hearts is pretty great for this. You know, you yeah. get the, uh, the, the plus 10 or so damage, which is huge. And yes. you have a nice cushion to survive. The boss is always going to drop a bunch of red hearts. You can refill to get, you know, health on the next floor to complete the cycle. And it's a fun risk reward because like, while the game is easy and enemies are doing one half a heart of damage, uh, Hey, bring it on. And then you get down to like tough zones and you're like, well, shit, I took that blood oath and, now I have, you know, two and a half spirit hearts and I'm on, I'm going to fight Hush. This yeah, sucks. it's one of many items that just do the glass cannon thing, uh, but in a particularly cool way. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, like a, almost a good version of um, like the Devil's Crown or whatever that item is. Mm-hmm. That uh, when you have half a red heart only gives you that uh, that benefit. I can't remember yeah. what item that is. It's like a good version of that. Kind yeah, of. there's a challenge that gives you this with Bethany, which is like really nasty yep. because Bethany can't have uh, any non-red hearts. Yep, a very luck-based uh, challenge. Like you have to, uh, you know, find some red hearts pretty quick. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there's lots of ways in this game to generate red hearts if you're looking for them. But it is, yeah, uh, no, like you said, it's a risk reward. I like it a lot. The uh, fascinating thing about it is instead of just doing one chunk of damage, it does a hit to you for every half heart. So uh, my most the biggest piece of success I've had with this is with old bandage, where every time mm-hmm. you get hit, you have a chance of dropping a heart. Nice. So you get hit for like, you know, 10 hits and then you drop four hearts. So, you know, pretty good. Like mm-hmm. you get that refund and you still get the damage bonus. Yeah. And Very if you, you if you're invincible, this won't hit you, but you also won't get the benefit. I wish that you just got the benefit. I feel like that would be broken, but also in a fun way. And it's, yeah. it's still a reflex because the first thing that happens in the round and you have to save your invincibility item. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, tell me your bit. So, Gary, uh, it was just tax day, right? Oh, yeah. You and I both get uh, get fucked on taxes because of America. 100%. So, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, I've decided that it's time for one of our regular Everything to Guppy advertising roundups where I sell okay. ad space on the show without telling you. I thought you were gonna audit me, and I no, didn't no. That. I mean that might be that might be fun, but nope, not for me. Well, I don't understand that phrasing. Uh, 
So, Gary, in the past, I know I've sold, like, a when I sell ads on the show, I sell them, yep. like, kind of in bulk, and it's a huge pain in the butt. So I've tried to streamline it for you this time. I appreciate that. Instead, we're just going to have one 30-second ad per episode, very light. Okay. There, the, the one little uh, issue is that in order to still make the money we need, yep. I did have to go after some brands that are really into, you know, people know this is a progressive show. Uh, okay. That they can access to, get access to a lot of woke ears, one hundred percent. So I, mm-hmm. so uh, this is going to be a series of brands that uh, maybe need to make inroads in that community. Okay, that's not, that. I I can't see where the problem with this would be. This Absolutely not. Uh, yeah, it's going to be really good, Gary. So I just need you to just do a thirty second improvise. They offered copy, and I was like, okay. Gary Butterfield's no, a no. fucking professional. No, get that on my face. I don't take copy. Yeah. Um, it's like cooking so with a recipe. Need, I don't do it. So I just need you to really come out swinging uh, for 30 seconds on behalf of Starbucks's efforts to uh, crush unionization efforts. Okay. Uh, and go. Hey, kids, wake up. Don't join a union. It's time for coffee. Drink it. God, enjoy it, Black. You don't unionize. And there about we go. 15 seconds. About 15 seconds. Oh, uh, enjoy cream and sugar if you want, you fucks. <laughs> but don't do unions. Frappuccinos. Microwave breakfast sandwich. No unions. God. Yeah, that's, that's, so, Gary, my cons- that, that was great. We're going to get all the money Thank for you. that one. My major concern at this point is that when Gilbert Gottfried died, did some of his yeah. essence explode into you? All of his essence exploded into me. Well, the I impression wasn't good enough for that, but yeah, I uh, no, no, no. I, I'm saving. It. I have to met it out. Mm-hmm. I snort. I ground him up, and I snort all of him, and nice. I get to utilize some of it every once in a while. That's certain to keep you up all night. Yeah, yeah, I am up all night. That's certainly to make me Iago. Uh, to the polls, like this show, Iago to the polls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you go to the yeah, go to the polls. Uh, patreon.com slash duckfeedtv y'all go to the Patreon and y'all go to uh, Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict yeah, and, and leave, leave us, us a, a, re- a rating or review yes uh, but uh, we'll read reviews the ratings have to be five stars the reviews also have to include a five star rating uh, for us to read them and for you to leave them uh, like this review uh, left by Will from Vegas on Podcast Addict hmm a great erotic podcast where two gentlemen share their erotic tastes. There's Gary Mellencamp, who shares his taste in women's noise with me. And then there's Will Hugo, who makes fun of him for it. Five senpais noticed me. That's was a five-star review. See, Will from Vegas gets it. The noises are hot. Noises are I hot. I mean, of the sexual senses, I think it's the worst one. Thinking about that. Uh-huh. I I uh no, I would put it above smell. And I love a sexual smell, but I would still put it above mm-hmm. smell. Gary, do you want to start a signature fragrance uh called sexual smell? I think I would be uh get in trouble with goop. Probably the, would get in Yeah, the vagina candle oh, and all that. Gary, stuff. maybe don't talk too uh too much shit about goop. I might have a an ad for you to read in a little bit. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh Umbasa. Sounds goop. Sounds goop. Umbasa. Umbasa. 
Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Binding of Isaac podcast that covers every item, trinket, character, boss, floor in the Binding of Isaac series of video games. My name is Gary Butterfield, and with me as always is a man who would eat a Play-Doh cookie if you sprinkled some toenail on it. It's Will Hughes. Gary, I don't like the taste of toenails. I like the texture of toenails. Oh, what? Okay. I like the, I, I, thought, I like the idea that my body makes something so neat. Is this your creationist argument? I how so? Well, because of course, like some kind of architect would need to create something so neat, it couldn't just happen randomly. No, I'm saying that I simply, as an aesthetic, I think a really thick toenail that's been uh, pulled off of a body part is just okay. neat. What body part? The toe, usually. Okay, but not always. I think, Gary, you don't think a really thick toenail, one that's got like a month of growth on it, yep. doesn't doesn't have a certain, like it, it's kind of flexible, but also sturdy. It's, it's Here, really here's, a cool, cool bit of material. Here's, I'm with you up until a point. Okay. Really? Yeah, I the agree. It's kind of fun. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I just don't need to put it in my mouth. But that's I know I think best. it's kind of neat. Like you play with it, but I don't text like a, a, a you know, a playing with a, a thing. I don't need, there's ways to experience texture other than your taste, other okay. than your mouth. But what is the, like, what's the most sensitive organ in your body, Gary? It's the tongue. Dick, 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 fingertips, dick, eye, dick, <laughs> ear, dick, <laughs> ball. And this of what course is our audible, uh, our, our Amazon, uh, echo. Game carries anatomy lesson. <laughs> Siri, dick, ball, ear, eye, dick. Siri, eye, ball. You sound like you're dick. just missing targeted shots in a Fallout game. One hundred percent. God, I can't believe they took got rid of the ball shot. Yeah, Bethesda's ridiculous. They they just suck. What uh, but yeah, but like nothing company. quite like the mouth is the perfect place to play with something. Because you have chompers right there, so you can bend and manipulate. And you have the tongue, I, which is so good at just feeling. I'm going to say my fingers are more articulated than my teeth. So I can, I can but manipulate something strong, a little bit better. But they're not as strong. They're pretty strong. Your teeth are absolutely stronger than your fingers, dude. Don't be dumb. I have horrible teeth. They fall <laughs> apart at a moment's I, notice. <laughs> I forgot. Gary's got Play-Doh teeth. Yeah. Yeah, you forgot about my horrible dental woes. So, uh... This is Hello, uh, this item. It's me, horrible I, dental woes. <laughs> dental woes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, how, uh, getting, getting the item out of the way. Uh, how is this so good? Freeze. This is, it's really good. Yeah, it, it has freeze. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Play-Doh Cookie is one of, uh, it, it seems on the surface very similar to several other items that give you like rainbow tears, like $3 bill. Yeah, it's, which are also, is, to be fair, are also good. Yes, like three dollar uh, bill. And what's the other one? There's a there's another one too. Oh, uh, this is the I, third of them. Uh, it's uh, fruit cake, right? Fruit cake, or, yeah, or, yeah, or, yeah, or like the big round loaf. Is that is that called fruit cake? Yeah, fruit cake? it's fruit cake. Yeah, that's the other one. So those are good too. Yeah. Um, Play-Doh cookie is maybe the best one. A because it has a very uh, a surprisingly small set of effects that it can trigger. Mhm. And B because uh it is status effect focused. Uh and a couple so of those status effects aim. it doesn't fuck with your aim. 
And some of those status effects are incredibly powerful. It's, it's and a lot of them, a lot more of them are damage. Yeah. Based. Uh, so, uh, it can just do double damage. It can do, uh, proptosis tears. Real good. Although apparently that's a debuff according to the wiki actually making it worse, yeah. which is real weird. Uh, mm-hmm. but the, uh, you know, um, but generally the fact that it can freeze, that makes it huge. Cause we, we haven't gotten to that item yet that does that, but it's really overpowered. Uh, it's balanced very appropriately. Um, and it feels like it doesn't make things explode as much. Yeah, uh, it um, has uh, fire mind is one of the effects it can do, which uh, and it does it and it can explode, but I I don't this this explodes in my face less often than fruitcake does. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So you have poison going out. You have uh freeze charm mark, which is an interesting effect. Mm-hmm. I love mark. Um. Thank yeah, you. Uh, Thank you, Gary. Oh, I hello. love to hear that. Hey, Mark. Is this Mark Brandanowitz from the first season of Parks and Rec? First two seasons, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. A good correction. Caught me on that one. Yeah. Well, how, hey, uh, I've, how's it going? You know, what, what, what'd you go off to do, man? Oh, you know what? I started a bait and tackle shop. Uh, oh, Mark Brandangowitz bait and tackle. Yep. So I'm selling night crawlers and uh, a service where I run and throw my body at people. Okay. Uh, the uh, Can I have yeah, one of each? It's, it's kind of a pun, right? Bait and tackle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I get you. One of each. It's not like fishing tackle. It's like I'm. Doing I didn't ask like for your life story. Day. I'm just trying to uh, buy something from your store. So, uh, one of each, please. I'll fucking leave. I did it before. Yeah, I'm in your store. I'll, I guess then I'll, it's no. I'll just, I'll just bail. I, I'm <laughs> like, I'm fucking Robert De Niro in Heat. You understand that? I'll walk out. I'll yeah, you know, turn the corner and be gone. Okay, well, I have free store. I did it. To, I did it to Ann Perkins. I'll do it to you. Yeah. I have a lot in common with Ann Perkins that way. Um, you know, they planned yeah, to bring great. me back and then no one wanted me back. And I don't think I wanted me back either. Yeah. You went off to go cha- do channel zero on sci-fi. You can't find a straight answer on exactly why I left, but it sounds like I didn't have a good time. No, from either you or your character. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, anywho, your bus is here. Oh, uh, <laughs> kind of called the bus Brand there. Anowitz. Yeah. <laughs> Later, Brandanowitz. But, but, uh, oh, okay. But, bye. The, the bait shop. What am I going to do with all these night crawlers? Bam. Bam. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I, I just imagining sticking night crawler on a hook. How, how come Arcade hasn't done that? Like, take a night crawler and put him on a giant fishing hook and throw him into like a robo pond. I think he would probably, like, like, having the big hook go through his chin and then out his mouth would probably raise the rating of the comic a little bit. Yeah. Nightcrawler died from getting his arm cut off. Don't yeah. you think that, like, in a world with Cable, that feels unfair? I mean, with Cable Reavers? didn't have his arm ripped off. He had his arm transformed into uh, wires. Well, yeah, but I'm saying there are, like, cyborgs in this world. You know, yeah, he, but... he telefragged his own arm. Vision does that shit all the time. Not everybody can have a fucking healing factor. Vision's a goddamn robot, dude. What the fuck are you talking Vision. about? Synthoid! Um, I, yeah. I sit bored but corrected. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, classic guppy maneuver yeah. bored but corrected the, hey uh, gary uh, let's make some money saying that whatever cole corrects yeah. me about like one of his pedantic language things uh-huh i gotta be like bored but corrected that's brutal yeah. uh, <laughs> that's a good that's mean that's good mean uh, hey thanks okay, man please continue 
That's yeah, we got to make some mean. money. Uh, can you just give me a quick 30-second ad? Uh, very fast. It's just not going to yep. be a big deal, but for uh, SpaceX. SpaceX? Yeah, okay. Elon Musk's <clears throat> SpaceX. Yep. Hi, I'm Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. You may know me as Grimes' ex-boyfriend, uh, the father of a child or two, and the captain of the car place. Would you like to join me in space? The way you can do this is by supporting SpaceX and investing in our rockets. Uh, We're in Texas now. We don't like unions. We love Starbucks and we would like to go to space. So please give us some money, maybe buy a flamethrower or a car. Uh, And if you know any, if the blow is single, uh, give her my number, please. Thank you. The blow? The blow. It's it's like a better it's it's like the Grimes but better, it's the is good version a, of Grimes that didn't date Elon Musk. Is this a is this a real thing or is, this has the a feeling yeah. of like Gary Cannon shit like on the no, pitch no, one no. time you made up a better Grimes called the Blow. No man the the Blow uh, it's a great great band. These people do mean, don't know the Blow. Do you mean Jonathan Blow? No the Blow. Clea <laughs> uh, Merit I don't know how to pronounce her name. Marisink do you mean and, Phil uh, Fish from Fez? No, not not the blow. Fez two. The blow. Fez two. No. You you may have heard songs by the blow. The blow had a couple crossover hits. Don't threaten me. The blow. <laughs> the blow. Can I can I get that in a um? It really sounds like a maybe a twenty four voice, please. <laughs> oh, uh, the blow. There we the blow. go. They're better than Grimes. <laughs> That's better than Grimes. Dude! Better than Grimes. And this is uh, Their song, Parentheses, uh, ranked number 55 in Pitchfork's Top 100 Tracks of 2006. I'd say it's probably a better song than halfway through the Top 100 Tracks of 2006. Give me a little parentheses, but, Gary. Uh, when you're holding me, we make a pair of parentheses. Pizza, man. Pizza man. Anywho, uh, if you want to listen to a musician who is a lady who's eclectic and don't want one that dated Elon Musk, may I recommend the blow? Annie DeFranco. Also, Annie DeFranco. Why didn't I think of that? We could have avoided this whole thing. God, wouldn't that have been nice? (laughs) No, I want to teach more people about the blow, including you. (laughs) God, it's another Uh, everything to guppy what might have (laughs) been. The blow. Uh, If you like this show. If you'd like to hold us like a pair of parentheses, a funny space to encase uh, all the weird ideas that we have, uh, go to patreon.com slash TV. Sweet yeah. song. Uh, you can uh, also leave us a rating or review on Podcast Addict or Apple Podcasts. Like this one left yep. by Jimmy K on Podcast Addict. Banjo-Kazooie is coming to Switch, and I'm pretty sure neither of these guys care. That's a five-star review. <laughs> the uh, There's a band in my the scene we're at called Where's Jimmy K At? Okay. Uh, I wonder if that's that Jimmy K. Um, huh. I don't care that Banjo Kazooie is coming to Switch. I don't like the Switch Premium thing. Uh, uh, to play the, Genesis the, and Nintendo 64 games. The N64. Like, it's too much money for a bad library of games. Yeah. Like, two bad libraries of games. Like, there's some good Genesis games on there, but, like, How many all those games have been repackaged. Star Hero, man. Well, they also, yeah. it's on every Genesis, like, compilation of 40. Like, here's all the Genesis games you need. Ever. Which they sell routinely for $5. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to rent the the right to play 
the Genesis games I know over and over. Play Even fucking Buster Brothers. Yeah, I, I'm gonna play Comic Zone. Um, the uh, they I'm gonna play the Vector Nintendo Man. Vector Man's fun, but only that one time. <laughs> they they put uh, the Mario Golf, which I love the Nintendo 64 Mario Golf. Mm-hmm. It's not as good as the GameCube one though, but it's 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 quite good. Uh, but then I looked and saw like I couldn't buy it. I had to rent it through the sixty dollars a year bullshit. Yeah, like beer. No, thank you. No thanks. You just don't like own beer. beer. You just rent it. Yeah, uh, drink one piss too is what my dad used to say. Drink one piss too. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we talk about every single item, every single enemy, every single fucking everything in the Binding of Isaac. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined as always by uh, a guy who has socks, Gary Butterfield. And is an orphan. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of where I was going with that, yeah. 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 Like Batman, or Robin, or Pocket. Not all Robins. Tim Drake has a living dad up through identity crisis. That's fucked up. Why didn't Batman kill his dad? The, uh... Um, that's a great question, uh, Gary. And, you know, of course, uh, Stephanie Brown, uh, her dad, uh, the Clue Master, was still alive. Yeah, not for and long. Of course, and died. of course, Damian Wayne, not an orphan in any way, shape, or form, works with the da- dad. Damian Wayne killed. Oh, Damian Wayne did not kill uh, Clue Master. He no, killed a uh, ghost guy or whatever. Ghost the, dog, the rambling spirit. Way of the samurai. Yeah, yeah, the way of the samurai. <clears throat> the uh, yeah. Well, I think that if you're a Robin, you should be an orphan. Call me old fashioned. Yeah, I think but that's fair. And if you could have been raised in the circus, that'd be great. That'd be great. I don't. I, in fact, I don't like the idea that there are multiple Robins. Uh, I mean, you got to have I a couple backups. I, mean, I don't like Robin, actually. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I, I just hate Robin. You're more so. of a Nightwing guy? No, I don't like Nightwing either. either. It, it's, it's similar to my Knuckles problem. Red Robin? I don't need just like a, a crappier version of the main thing. What about Red Robin? You know? Red Robin's pretty good. Uh, they have the bottomless fries, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I no think bottom- I accidentally ordered pizza from them. And you, oh, you're yeah. the one who told me. Yeah, ghost. Yeah. Uh, you, you you got a ghost k- kitchen pizza. I got, I got ghost kitchen pizza on accident, uh, thinking I was getting a new pizza place because it was on sale, but it was Red Robin pizza. Mm-hmm. Pretty fucked up. Uh, Gary, it's orphan uh, socks. What are orphan socks? Oh, those are uh, socks uh, where they've been cloned a bunch of times, and then they really form a beautiful sisterhood while dealing with an international conspiracy. Okay. That's an orphan black joke. No way Gary's going to get that. uh, I'm finding out what orphan socks are through Googling it. Cool. So it's, uh, Uh, that's, I I should not have asked you. It's when you just, so this is this, it's when you only have one sock left. You lost the other one. Oh, Gary, it's just the exact thing that context clues would suggest it was. I didn't get those context clues. Uh, Um, Gary, I'm the context context clues you're talking about. Oh no! I hope you die so Robin could be true. So Robin um, can be true. <laughs> so the uh, yeah, I, I guess I now I'm looking at it. They do look like di- two different socks. Yeah, well, uh, I, I wear mismatched yeah. socks all the time. I don't give a fuck. Oh, I don't. I don't wear mismatched socks. Yeah, who gives a shit? I I don't. I don't think I've ever talked to you about this. I'm the same way. Much to the consternation of every single one of my romantic partners. Exactly. Uh, uh, I don't. Yeah. We don't need to get into our stand up bits from the 1990s. But women be real critical of mismatched <laughs> women, socks. Women love it when you're a socks match. Oh, uh, update. 
uh-huh. on our girlfriends. Sure. Um, my Olivia no longer has purple hair because she got a haircut. So we can finally tell them apart. Thank God, because I was really worried that we were going to get into some really threes like a like situation. a Seinfeld or like a yeah or like a, a Cheers situation. Hey, Gary, you or like a brief managed, that got swapped. In. You really managed to you went from Seinfeld to Cheers and jumped over the correct answer, which is the exact middle point between those two shows, which is Frasier. Oh sure, that which is the only one of those three shows that actually engages in the subtle art of farce. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, girl swapping. Well, that's like bedroom. The far- crane that's specifically really bedroom him. farce. Yeah, yeah. The uh, those brothers Crane and the father used to pass around. Gary, I know. can't go with you on this joke. <laughs> it's offensive <laughs> well, to me yeah. as a Fraser fan. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to, but it was between the lines. It's you, absolutely not. Martin would. Read. Martin Niles and Fraser Crane would never swap partners in that way. Martin, unless Niles. And Fraser Crane have triple teamed many a lass. Don't fucking say that, man. Three generations of Cranes. It's not three generations. It's a father and brothers. Oh, the little one is the big one's son. You it's, know it. No, he has. Fraser has a son. His name's yeah, what, it's Franklin? Niles. It's not. Niles is not Fraser's son. Niles is Fraser's son, dude. I, I hate that why, I have to argue with him. Why, what is up with you in exclusively surface reads of media? What? Like, F- Niles is Fraser's son. The Get surface that it. I'm it reading is all the times when he says, you're my brother, Niles. That's the surface reading. I'm saying don't just do the surface read. Do the deep read that implies the lore. Give me the timeline then. Give me the implied timeline. I'm not saying that you we have to, have to have... A- you have to listen to a, like a Fraser side chat for that. I, I can't do that. I so make that show is what I'm asking. I think even casual friends understand that not the big one is the, the little one's dad. Oh, man. Can we please? Can you just add me on Bonfire Side Chat so we can talk about Frasier, please? <laughs> we we should probably milk this season a bit. Yeah. Uh, Belden Ring isn't that long. <laughs> we could probably do a <laughs> short, short game. <laughs> it's a short game, and we, we could probably throw a, a Frasier uh, thing where I can prove my lore theory. Gary, you will still probably be doing Elden Ring next April Fools. If the episode that came out that week, yeah, was was just a a straight description of how Frazier, yeah, is the father Uh of Niles, and his father is the old one, and he has a dog, and then there's also a uh, a Daphne about it. I got it. I understand. There's a Daphne and a Roz. Don't forget, there's a Roz. Yeah, yeah. There's a Roz. The hot one and then the other one. They're both attractive. The, um, well, that's uh, some <laughs> surface read. Um, <laughs> the, uh, like, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the, the brothers Crane, uh, three generations of Crane, mm-hmm. uh, have had sex with both of those characters yeah, at once, like a bowling ball. I guess they have. Yeah. Like the bowling yeah, ball. Like uh, the monster fuck. Yeah. You know? Yep. I agree. Like with... Yeah, Mrs. Frankenstein. I lose. Yeah, it's okay. I lost, I lost it's, this one. You, you, you got to watch uh, Fraser more. Put it on the scoreboard, there's everybody. Pro- Will lost this episode. There's, pro- <laughs> there's probably some seasons you haven't seen where they explain this stuff. There are seasons uh, I haven't this, seen. This item is a speed up. Uh, it gives you two soul hearts mm-hmm. and then makes it so uh, you're immune to spikes and creep. And it's a boss room item. It's, it's you know. Oh, no, it's, it's not. It's a golden chest and secret room. I thought it was a boss room item. It's also weirdly, uh, there's a weird note where it is the rarest item that can be acquired from a locked chest, apparently. 
that's uh very bizarre because it's not so great uh mm-hmm. it's fine like it's a little yeah. bit better than a trinket we talked about like three weeks ago yeah just a little bit though uh, i always forget this gives you two spirit hearts one yeah. for each sock of course that's nice one, one for each sock oh. gary i'm yeah. trying to rally but you really did break my spirit here man i'm a broken you, stallion uh, did- now did you ever see the uh, seasons of Frasier where they all went around with socks on their dick like the Red Hot Chili Peppers? I know that. I, I accept that that exists. Yeah. It was a I've, weird season because most of it was the same. Like Frasier just did his call-in show, uh-huh. you know, and got into to weird, you know, comedy get bang gangs on uh, with his brothers. That and is his what sons happens with Frasier, yeah. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was largely nude for uh, sex appeal. It was in the wake of X3. Mm-hmm. The last stand. Um, they were trying to capitalize on Kelsey Grammer. It's I'm, which was Frazier's move. Gary, I'm really glad that we that the the hour long format of this show uh, allows for us to build in an all is lost moment into the script. <laughs> it's, Just the it's moment when the too. hero is yeah. broken by the adversity of his antagonist. You think you're the hero of this show? Absolutely, Gary. I'm the protagonist <laughs> of this fucking show. <laughs> You think it says you think you're the protagonist of reality. You think that includes this show? <laughs> yeah, that's a rookie mistake. Uh, I'm a, yeah, and you're the fucking threshold yeah. guardian. It's, I'm the southern fucking oracle. Get by me. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm the childlike empress. Hi there. <laughs> come, come see how childlike I am or am not. <laughs> Bastion. I don't like her. Bastion, what was your mom like? (laughs) Isn't it weird how, I was thinking about this today. You know, uh, one of the most famous series of novels of all time, The Lord of the Rings. I'm uh, I'm vaguely familiar with those books by by Tolkien. Tolkien? Jeremy Tolkien. Isn't it weird that the first in The Hobbit begins mostly with, like everyone's like, oh, it'd be a paradise to be a hobbit. And it begins with him doing a birthday speech where he's like, I hate all you fucks. Well, to like, be fair, that's it, the start of uh, Fellowship of the Ring, not The Hobbit. Oh, I thought it was The Hobbit. I couldn't remember. But like, yeah. he's he just starts off just like, I fucking hate you. This town is hell. Uh, this yeah, is but that's worst. because he's been transformed by his adventure and now sees it all as kind of banal and silly. Yeah. I, I'm just saying that it's 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 a very funny way for that series of books to begin. But Gary, like, it also shows that Giving a big speech to your cr- neighborhood about how much they suck. Yeah, because he's been corrupted by years of having the ring. It's made him a shitty next door person. It's a it's it is like a city next door. It's the opposite of uh, the beginning of Beauty and the Beast, where the whole town sings a song about how Bell sucks. Yeah, you know, yeah. Ow. Shit. Boring books. Um, shit. I, I was trying to do think? that song, but it's it's mixed up with the Buffy the Vampire Slayer musical episode song. Oh. So it's pretty jammed up in my brain where it goes, every single night, the same arrangement. I go out and fight the fight. Still, I always feel the strangest estrangement. Nothing here is real. Nothing here is right. That She's been playing. Like I've been making song. shows of trading blows, but lately no one knows that I've been going through the motions. Yeah, it's not at all. Uh, what? Uh, okay, how's that one go? Sounds how's like. that one go? Uh, what a weird little girl. Oh, he's reading books. Something like that. I don't think that was. I don't know the exact one. I wasn't getting either, man. I, uh, I don't watch Disney. Gary, um, uh, real quick, uh, quick 30 oh, second ad for Nuclear quick. War. Hey, are you sick of being alive? 
and then this would just be a series of like shots of bombs and stuff and nuclear there goes the baker with his tray like always every moment just the same as the morning to this poor something town good morning bell and then just like pictures of cool explosions and stuff yeah metal taylor hawkins rest in peace Rest in peace. Gary, quick um, check in. Do we deserve money or reviews for this episode? <laughs> I like this one, but I think it's only for me. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do the ducky guppy bump. I'll do the ducky sump. I'll do the ducky way. sump. <laughs> um, uh, people could go to those things, but they know them. They know them. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll do better next time. We'll do, we'll do better next time. Let's phrase your talk. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Binding of Isaac podcast that covers every boss, bo- I mean character, 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 character in the Binding of Isaac series of video games. My name is Gary Butterfield, and with me as always is, oh, this is a tough one, uh, the, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, the, the ladder owner and the electronic sow, Will Hughes. So the ladder owner is Jacob, and then the, like, it, so just E-Sow? Yeah. You couldn't even, yeah. like, pun out sow to something else, so it kind of works as, like, a little riddle. Like a pig? Yeah. Electronic pig? Electronic like female pig? Yeah, e-pig. Well, I didn't want to make it gendered. Sows, um, are, sows are gendered. Huh? Mm. Sow is a female pig, isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, you'd think so. Okay. But if, if you're if you're, if you're stuck in a cishet... I, I don't know. Um, I, I can't. Yeah, I, this. Don't, I don't know how gender, like gender essentialism, interacts with the barnyard, and I don't think I, yeah, I, I want to explore it. No, you know, you don't think we're the people to explore this. Whether like, like, I feel like, I feel like we're the opposite of the people to explore this. Yeah, like uh, it's we're imposing a cis mindset on the idea that some animals produce eggs. Yeah, and it, it's it's uh yeah I don't know know how to navigate this. Please, Gary, try. Uh, uh no, <laughs> I don't want to get yelled at for real. I only like getting fake yelled at. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Frazier is Daphne's sister. It's boss. Uh, no, it's character Sunday. Not Sunday. All the yeah, episodes come out on Tuesday, but Sunday. I know, but I want you to be able to use the theme song.
character. Um, hey man, it's these guys. Hey, it's uh, it's uh, it's these character. Are good it's character I, don't, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> these are good episodes. Uh, it's Jacob and Esau. Yeah, really huh. cool characters. Really cool characters. Uh, great idea. Boy, do these. You know, we talk about it a lot on the show how like there's a level of overhead that you want. Yes. In Isaac, what if you had twice that much extra overhead for the whole run? But to be fair, um, you opt into it. Yes, 100%. It's not like you're picking like up it, an item that is imposing this. You know what you're getting into no. when you start a Jacob and Esau run. And I I appreciate Jacob and Esau. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am just very rarely in the mood for DC, J, uh, Jacob and Esau because of that. Like, I can't be before bed just turning off my brain yeah. doing Jacob and Esau. Someone shit. notify one car why Gary's in the mood for Jacob and Esau. One car Y. Uh, director of In the Mood for Love. Oh, huh. And their name is One Car Y? But, I mean, let's, you know, we're talking about a Chinese director. Uh, decent oh. chance I am butchering their name. And okay. then you're butchering then, uh, it for a joke. I was not butchering it for a joke. I honestly did not. I'm being completely honest. It did not occur to me. That that name could be that oh, ethnicity. That I that I might be referencing international cinema, Gary. It didn't occur to me that you could be. What are you, Zach Anlin? Like I don't, I don't think that you do that. So Shout out to Zach, uh, it's a uh, yeah. One car, why? Uh, Hong yeah. Kong film huh. director, screenwriter, and producer, best known, of course, for In the Mood for Love, two thousand. I had film. no idea. Good to uh, good to know. Uh, neutral to know. I, I just um. The uh, these guys. So let's explain the concept of these these neutral to no fellas. You don't want to talk more about your relationship with international cinema. I don't have a very strong relationship. There are some uh, international you know, directors who I like, but generally it's just the part of the AV Club film coverage that I skip because I'm like, I don't know, I I can't keep up with movies that like just in general. It's cool that they're there, and I'm glad that they cover them, but I just. Never going to watch this. Everything, everywhere, all at once in theaters now. I will see that. I am going to watch that. But that's the exception. In general, it's very hard to watch like a lot of international film for me. I don't go to the movies that often. Uh, They don't show up advertised to me. The discoverability is rough. You know, Uh, you don't have access to any streaming services where they might be available. I have access to some, but not all of them. And then also sometimes, uh, similar to a Jacob and Esau, like I don't want to read subtitles during a movie. Okay. Sometimes I like some of my favorite movies have subtitles, yeah, but it is a level of engagement. Marvel movies. Yeah, I that you can tell I'm an idiot because sometimes I want to watch a movie and and zone out. I just uh, want to so, watch Moon Knight. I haven't watched Moon Knight yet. On uh, Gary Butterfield, I, I just want to watch the Moon Knight talk. I can't watch the Moon Knight. But I I, I I could. I just don't watch that much TV. But I just, uh, you know, every once in a while, I just like, I just watch a movie. I don't want to chill out. Give you me know? Ant-Man 2. Ant-Man 3, Quantumania. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind Shit. Ant-Man 2. Gary, I got, I was trying to look up where In the Mood for Love is streaming. Do you want to hear what I put into Google? <laughs> yes, I do. In the Love for Moon Knight? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Sometimes Olivia speculates I might have ADHD. Uh, well, I, I, I am in the loo- I am in the love for Moon Knight. Changing the subject, I am in the love for it. Um, that's incredible. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just looked down at that and I was like, "What the fuck did I just type?" What uh, what do you get when you put that in? <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it, uh, it doesn't. It's complete. now resuggesting it. Yeah. Is Moon Knight setting up the MCU's strangest love triangle? <laughs> what is Moon Knight's catchphrase? Yep. In the Answer from marvel.fandom.com wiki. I became Moon Knight to battle evil wherever I could find it. <laughs> Classic catchphrase. Yeah. That is a catchy catchphrase. Can you imagine Joe Pesci saying that on SNL? Mm, I absolutely. I can imagine Joe Pesci doing anything. It's my one superpower. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, he's filing uh, his taxes. <laughs> oh, good Pesci. Mm. It's me, Gilbert Gottfried, saying hi to Joe Pesci. Uh, Gary hey, Pesh. <laughs> hey, Gilbert. <laughs> What's eating Gilbert Gottfried? Maggots uh, now. <laughs> Demons! I'm in hell! The aristocrats! <laughs> Gilbert's probably in hell. I, I don't know if I think that's true. I bet you I, I bet you God needed a laugh. So <laughs> I think, and he also needed somebody for the band. I mean, he's the fucker who sent the tsunami in the first place. He's got a six sense. He's of always humor. doing shit like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so the, the, uh, Gilbert got his, lost his Aflac job for making a tsunami joke. God gets to keep yeah. his Aflac job. Yeah, it, it's very similar to uh, <laughs> the other side of Aflac, the anti-Aflac. It's, it's that uh, Simpsons thing where it's like, God, thank you for uh, providing Lisa to protect us from the bug you sent. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, did you hear that uh, the Affleck uh, is getting married to J-Lo again? The Affleck is getting remarried to the J-Lo? I mean, that's, wow. that's Ben Affleck and, and J-Lo got re-engaged, apparently. Interesting. Re-engagement story is interesting to me. I feel like after a couple days of that, you're probably like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Uh, huh. <laughs> the... Um, we should maybe uh, say what these incredibly should we not talk about these characters? characters yeah yeah are we avoiding it because it's complicated is this a two-parter yeah <laughs> um uh this is two characters at once and the way it works is instead of it being like it's like ice climbers like you control them both but isaac's a really challenging game for that because there are ground obstacles that stop you from moving and yeah, you have to manage so they- two pickup economies and two uh to everything yeah, so you have you have these two characters, one of whom is basically Isaac in a bad wig, uh, yep. and the that's Jacob, and then you, the other one is Isaac with red skin and a bad wig, and that's Esau. Yeah, uh, he's uh, and he's tougher. Yeah, roughly Esau uh, hits a little harder, but is a little weak, uh, is a little more fragile. That's like the base, yeah. and he fires less quickly. Yeah, and this is a huge power up if you can keep them together because you're going to be a firing you know a lot more shots. Yeah, so so. Normally, your move buttons will just move them both. They're standing next to each other. Uh, So in a perfect world, like in an empty arena, they will just move in sync with each other. Uh, Things get dicey with rocks and obstacles and stuff because one can get caught up on things and then they can get separated. And when one of them gets hit, they they get shoved over to the side. And it's really easy to panic Mm -hmm. uh, and decouple your Jacob and Esau. Um, and then, uh, together they have more health than any individual character, but he's always real fragile starting out. And if either of them uh, dies, and, your run is done. Yep. And Jacob has no spirit hearts to start out with. So keeping them for devil deals is difficult. 
um, you don't really want to go devil deals with these guys. Yeah, but, you, you don't uh, really have enough you know, health to, to manage it. Well, and uh, I found this out from the wiki. The devil deals price according to the character with the like least advantageous health for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they it will price for like you can have a, a out of the box Jacob and he's out and everything will cost full red hearts instead of something you could like just get one heart yeah. with he's out like devil deals are bad for them. Uh, it's a lot of downside and it's easy to die as these guys. They also yeah. just split items. So you when I do it, I tend to have like a damage character. Mm hmm. And I put the stuff on them on the off chance I get birthright because birthright will achieve parity for the two. Yeah. Um, but you, you're kind of forced to choose either between uh, specializing a character or trying to even them out. And both of which are difficult. So what it essentially does is drop you into co-op mode, but with just a single, like with one set of controls uh, controlling both characters. Uh, yes. If if they do get split up, you can hold the drop button, which will freeze Esau and then let Jacob move so you can, like, get them back together. Or if you're playing around, like, there's lots of little tricks with this. Like, uh, if you hit the drop bomb button, they both drop a bomb and it only costs you one bomb. So you can yep. get around. You can, like, save bombs that way if you're, like, very carefully placing them. But you'll also probably blow one of them up because you're a fuck up. You're getting double bombs. There's some advantages to this. You're getting double bombs. You have that initial power uh, increase. You also uh, can, if there are two items and it's giving you a choice of them and one of them would disappear, you can take them. If you take them at the same time, you get both. Which is a trick you can uh, also do in co-op mode. Uh, and it, But it does incentivize you to go to the alternate floors because those treasure rooms are always going yep. to give you that option. Even though as soon as you get down to the fucking uh, downpour or mm-hmm. whatever, you get down to the, the sewer, like you're going to die. Because it's real hard to manage these two guys with all you're the uh, hits on the floor. Welcome to hell! Uh, you're you're going to die. Uh, it's hard. These guys are hard. Uh, on my computer playthrough, I have about half their shit unlocked. On my mm-hmm. Switch playthrough, I have barely started them. So, uh, Which brings us to the, you know, everyone's favorite part of character, Sunday. Uh, yep. The unlock medley. I did actually look these up today so that it nice. wasn't just... Uh, um, I think these guys might have item for item the coolest set of unlocks in the entire game i uh, i think i would agree with you there is some incredibly powerful varied interesting shit that you unlock with this yeah let's do let's go through it i'm gonna go through it you tell me quick rating rock bottom really cool breaking break break breakable red stew one of my favorite shop items period uh the stairway really interesting really really useful i love love the stairway yeah. It is useful. Useful. Um, useful. I would say it's useful. There was a boy named Useful um, Scrub, and he almost deserved it. Gary, almost. we got both uh, Tolkien and uh, C.S. Lewis in this in this week of episodes. It's a classic literature week. Yeah. One of our many. Classic uh, Christian literature. Fleet. Happy Easter. Hey, Riz. What's up, my bro? Uh, Damocles. I've never had this. It sounds really fucking cool. It's fascinating. Uh, birthright. Uh, amazing. One of the most interesting items birthright. in the entire fucking game. I love this. I love this item. Uh, inner child on the scale of one ups, one up items in this seems pretty cool. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Genesis. <laughs> I haven't had this one either, but it's fucking amazing. It's story. ridiculous. Uh, it's so cool. Um, the, uh, vanishing twin weird and interesting. Weird and interesting. Uh, suplex. <laughs> really neat. 
real weird flavor, but yeah, uh, <laughs> it's very good. Uh, magic skin. Fucking insane. I love magic skin. Uh, and I love the item, uh, the gungeon item. That mm-hmm. the yeah. Yeah. Configuration. Yeah. Very good. Uh, friend finder. It's fine. It's fine. Which one does that do? Uh, it spawns. It just spawns like a, a monster oh. that acts like a, a Jacob or Esau until it dies. Yeah, that's the, by far the least interesting of these. Yeah, it's huh. there's that is an inc- that's that's really let's show off all the repentance shit with one set of yeah. It's such a fucking hey, we're bribing you to play hard mode. It's yeah, it's bonkers. Um, this is based on Isaac's oh, sons. Hi. Hey, bonkers. Hey, Gary. Thanks for letting me out of the trunk for a minute. No problem. Hey, uh, can you get me close to Goofy? Oh, I I mean, you know, I've, he doesn't really take calls. He's one of those friends where you'll text like five times and then not really hear much. But then like he gets, he has a breakup or something. And then it's like, you get like four texts in one day. Yeah. Bad friend. I don't, you know, people just, some relationships aren't, you know, are go different ways, you know? Some yeah, relationships badly, have badly. a different, different kind of give and take. Badly, Morty. <laughs> what? Uh, I said badly, Morty. You turned into real Morty there for I, a second. I don't think I'm, I don't think this is a Morty voice. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, Goofy. Bonker. Oh, jeez. You're, you're really mortifying here. Oh, oh uh, God. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's okay. You can, uh, you know, you can, maybe you're Morty's dad. Um, and then there could be three generations of Morty's who go to town. Hey, Morty already um, has like Daphne it's or Chris, Ross. It's Chris Parnell. Uh, well, if you just read the surface, but I think the implication is that that's his brother. No, Gary, the, I'm uh, not putting up with this. You pushed me around too much. I'm the protagonist of this. And now we're at the moment where I reach, I, I, I achieve my own power. You're turning into mortar, Morty. No, you're fucking hey, uh, mortar. Rick and, Rick and mortar. Rick and mortar. Yeah. Brick and mortar. Brick and Morty. Or Rick and mortar. Both why, good. Why not brick and mortar? Uh, I, well, because that's, I mean, it's already a thing. Yeah, that's yeah. what makes it a fucking pun, you dumb piece of shit. <laughs> no, that's, that's not a pun. It's just Brick saying, and mortar. Too good. Too connected. Too funny. It's, it's, it's not good enough. <laughs> um. Anywho. Anywho. Uh, All right. I'm going to get back in the trunk. Okay. Enjoy. I hope uh, Rick doesn't warp you out. Can I have a... No, I'm still bonkers. Remember? No, I know. I was changing. I I I still hope that Rick doesn't warp you out. Oh, God. Gary, do you ever think about the fact that at any time you're watching a Warner Brothers movie, Rick could just pop in with his portal gun? 100%. Especially since I've seen Space Jam 2. I've not seen Space Jam 2. No. But I do know that Rick is uh, in it. Space Jam A New Legacy. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, I know that Rick is in it. Featuring algae rhythm. Yeah. Good for him. Good for Rick. Get into basketball. Good way uh, to stay I healthy. Mean, I don't I don't think he, he plays. He doesn't play basketball. He just shows up and says, we got your weird dog and then gives them Taz. You think he's going to watch basketball without enjoying the sport? He's neither watching nor playing. Hmm. Well, it sounds like somebody's seen Space Jam A New Legacy. I've seen a decent amount of Space Jam A New Legacy. Yeah. Did you, did you how what was the time to uh cruise in the wikipedia for space jam 2 i mean i started yeah. wait wait what's the question what is the time between like how quick did you jump on 
the Space Jam 2 Wikipedia. Oh, immediately when it came like, out. It and then and Olivia eight? was like, Olivia wanted to watch it. So I was like, yeah, sure, we can watch it for a while. Oh. And then also nice. I literally wrote about it because like. <laughs> you let Olivia watch a portion of the movie? <laughs> yeah. She got bored, not me. I oh, okay. I was being a okay. good boyfriend. That's good. Um, I like. But no, I also read the it, synopsis because so sure, I want a portion of it. What? Yeah. I like. Uh, she wanted to watch it, so we could we watched a portion of it. Yeah, as much yeah, as anyone really can watch of Space Jam: A New Legacy uh, before getting somewhat bored. It looks boring. The th- Gary, why the fuck are we talking about Space Jam: A New Legacy, a movie that came out last I, year? I don't know. Let's talk about movies that came out two years ago. Uh, let's talk about you doing uh, your last uh, ad you're committed to doing. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Let's so this one is two minutes. So I'm going to need you to kind of really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. And it's for uh, stubbing your toe really hard. Okay. <clears throat> hey, I'm Ted Danza. You may remember. Ah! Ow! 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 Oh! I love this. Ow. God damn it. Fuck, 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 fuck. Ow. Ow. Oh, that kills. Oh, that kills. Oh. Oh. Ow. Oh, fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. Whew. You, you may remember me from The Good Place. Uh, and as The Good Place, I was the devil. And uh, the devil loves have. God, it still hurts. Uh, give me a second. Uh, it's been a minute since I, I did that. It's good. Um, I liked it. Uh, as the good place, I liked that people were hurt. And one of the best ways to hurt yourself is to stub your toe like I just did as Ted Danson. Uh, you may think, hey, this is the bad place. I stubbed my toe. But actually, I'd like to trick you into thinking that you're in a froyo paradise where stubbing your toe is good. Uh, so do it. Uh, enjoy it. Uh, you got all your favorite characters there. You got cheaties they're about um enjoy and uh yeah until next time just uh and then if it still hurts take an aspirin it's not a big deal like it's not hard to get over pain we've solved it basically so uh grab an aspirin put your foot up take the day off go on to work tell them ted sent you umbasa how many minutes was that, that was two minutes right <laughs> And that's two minutes. Okay. It's real close to two minutes. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. close. Now, I, I think this, the Stub Toe Council might be a little annoyed at you for full-on fucking spoiling the first season of The Good Place. <laughs> <laughs> like, really major spoiler for that show. It's, it is also the height of the show as well. Yeah, it's the best moment. It's not just time. messing up the show with you. It's the best thing that the show does. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, well. So, yeah, you know, I, I don't know if we'll get the full paycheck for that one. Yeah. Well, as long as we get a partial. Yeah. You know? Also, my cat That's was definitely screaming in the background of that, really producing some <laughs> incredible audio. Uh, I couldn't hear it over my own screaming. It was the Will Hughes experience. <laughs> uh, uh, Gary, if, uh, yeah. if people enjoy this show, what should they do? 
uh, patreon.com slash Doug TV. Or if you want to buy advertising on it, mm-hmm. you know, when you have the money, uh, contact, uh, con- us. contact me mm-hmm. when I feel like we haven't done a bit in a while. Yeah. And we'll do more bit. Uh, what else can you enjoy? Uh, ratings and reviews on Apple Podcast are really good. Yeah, uh, please go to Apple Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Enjoy a nice, friendly Apple mm-hmm. every day. Oh my God, I love a Granny Smith Apple. <laughs> I love a cosmic Apple. <laughs> enjoy the Apple. Uh, like this one left on Podcast Addict by uh oh William Hughes. Uh oh. Hey folks, future Will here. So, you fuckers didn't leave enough reviews on Podcast Addict, so I'm having to fill in what would otherwise be dead air with this. I would apologize, but you brought this on yourselves. We have this segment every episode. It's a recurring bit. Shouldn't be a surprise, but here we are. You left me hanging, and on my birthday, too. That's just... That's cold. Anyway, back to present Will and Gary now. I'm sorry I called you fuckers. I love you all. That was a five-star review. Nice. When you said back to present, Will, I thought you were saying back to prison, Will. Back to I'm I'm uh I'm prison, Will. So yeah. Hey, prison, Will. Yeah. Um, Not so bad because you're white, right? I'm. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, Just definitely less, chill. definitely less, uh, horrible than it would. Yeah. Uh, you know, white privilege. To the 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 it shitty superpower no one asked for. Yeah, yeah. it exists even in prison. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it sucks. But it probably sucks less. Yeah. Orange mm-hmm. is the new black. Yeah. A show that I watched all of for some reason. When I don't watch shows, I would like. You just you uh, just love Captain Janeway so much. She's great in that, Red. Yeah. She's I great mean, in that. You know, Kate Mulgrew pretty much great in everything except Voyager. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a big Voyager guy. Shout uh, out to Zach. I, I do like. Yeah. Shout out to Zach. I just. Uh, Zach got, got two characters. this week. Yeah. Zach on the brain. I, I can't get into the characters in Voyager. Doctor's like, good. Uh, Seven and nine's good. Everyone else is pretty hard to, to really. It, yeah. Like it's hard to, there's, uh, there's Chakotay and Chakotay's, you know, he's okay. But then who's the, who's the other guy? There's also just like his bro who hangs out with him. What's that guy's deal? Gary, real quick, please describe of? for me all the characters on Voyager. I need this very much right now. Okay. Uh, we got, uh, Captain Janeway. <laughs> We got the doctor. I need, I, need, I need a quick description of each character as well. Oh, uh, she's the captain. Uh-huh. And she's uh, tough but fair. She's like a no-nonsense uh, kind of tough but fair lady. Uh-huh. We have the doctor. The doctor is uh, Robert Picardo, and he is uh, kind of goofy. Uh-huh. A little bit silly. Who you uh, And But is a hologram. You have Neelix. Neelix is some kind of smiling monster, and I never figured out what he steal was. <laughs> There's just a smiling monster on the ship named Neelix, and everybody's calm about it. <laughs> Go on. I'm not really joking. I don't really know what it is. I know you're not. That's why it's making me uh, laugh. <laughs> There's a, a Borg named 709. She was in Maxim Magazine. Okay. Uh, it's like, what about a sex Borg? Uh, then you got, uh, Chakotay. Uh I don't know anything about him other than that. He is an indigenous person. Okay. Uh, or of indigenous lineage. There's another guy, a white guy who I can't remember. Yep. Who I was trying to ask you about. Uh huh. And then I think Bashir is on it or somebody from. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
that's about what I got. That's I, about what I remember of Voyager. Did they have two doctors? I don't remember. <laughs> the, there's some legacy character on it, right? Like somebody no, from Deep Space Nine is on it? No, sir. Okay. No, <laughs> I was misremembering. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking about uh, how Worf is on Deep Space Nine might have been. Yeah, Tom Paris. Tom, yeah, of course, Tom Paris. Uh, and then there's Harry Kim as well. I was about to say, you completely, completely forgot, forgot Harry Kim, which to be fair, the show yeah. often did as well. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they did with, but I feel like uh, you've Chakotay, got Pilana Torres, the only, only woman of color, obviously. Yeah, uh, classic Gary. Yeah, <laughs> classic Gary. I feel like, in terms of personality, Chakotay, Tom Paris, and Harry Kim did not have enough going for him. In okay, that show. so Chakotay, you know, he was a former Maquis, uh, you know, the, okay. the rebellious group who hate the Cardassians. Uh, okay. Now, Chicote keeping uh, up with the Cardassians is that a thing? It's a joke that's been made many times. Uh, you think so? Yes, dude, okay. for <laughs> sure. Um, Chicote famously the the guy that they had on the show to like their consultant for indigenous stuff was just like a okay. fake. Like famously oh, wow. was just like a fake dude. I I had no idea. Um, yeah. so Chicote is sometimes the guy who stands up to Janeway when she's going uh, a little nutty on stuff. Uh, okay. Paris is the rebel. He was, uh, in prison when the show begins. And then Harry he was Kim. so boring on that show. He was pretty boring. And then Harry Kim is the doofus who nothing ever goes right for. He's kind of like Jordy okay. a little bit if Jordy wasn't good at anything. I, I hate these characters. I hate this. It sounds so boring to me. It's it, <laughs> like, you know, they're a perfectly fine cast given pretty inconsistent characters from time to time. Yeah. Uh, doc, I, it's not the doctor actors so, who I hate. Yeah. But yeah, it just, I don't think they did a great job with these characters. They're not that interesting to me. Robert Picardo is a national uh, treasure. Yeah. He's great. What, a, what, why was Neelix there? What is Neelix? So Neelix is from is... Rinax, the moon of Talax. Gary, please stop. Okay. <laughs> oh, we also forgot Cass, who is Neelix's girlfriend. What? Who's a, a four-year-old <laughs> alien girlfriend. girl. Ugh. Well, no, because the Okapi only lives seven years. Well, good. He's long dead. Yeah. She, Cass. Uh, uh, oh, Cass. So Neelix Not was there Neelix. to be comic relief and to also be their guide in the in the Delta Quadrant. Okay. He was a trainer. So they had to recruit a Neelix because they were in yeah. some shitty zone. Oh, there's Tuvok as well. I forgot about Tuvok. Oh, y'all forgot. Gary, you managed to forget both people of color in the cast. I certainly did. All three. Yeah. Uh, Harry Kim. So, oh, right. Yeah. 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 So, so I, I uh, if people are keep put it on the scoreboard, <laughs> this episode was 30 minutes long. I can remember most of the people of color in Next Generation, though. <laughs> so don't, I don't want to brag too much, but. <laughs> Jordy and Worf. And Guinan. And Guinan. I don't ever think of yeah. Guinan as main cast. I feel like she's a recurring guest star. Is There was like a fan theory that Guinan was a Q, right? Uh, she has Did a weird relationship with the Q. Her her species yeah, is she, kind of Q-like. Yeah, she's, she's, a, she's a weird special thing. I think it's weird that in a post-scarcity society where they have like things on their walls that can make anything. Yeah. It's not weird that there are bars. It's weird that there's one bar. So like you either eat from the wall or you mm-hmm. go to this one restaurant. Well, you like, understand that really it's not like situation. it's not like when there's like a, a McDonald's at the food court at the at your college and it's like a license thing. You know that's a that's just a service that is being provided by Starfleet. Yeah, no, of course I get that. I just think that Starfleet would either be like you don't get a bar 
or you there are multiple bars because well, a like lot of people have to live on the ship and there are civilians and shit that live on the ship it's I not mean, Gary, just yeah, a military the, ship. the scale uh we have to assume that there are there are other ones they just aren't as good so that the, se- the senior staff never goes there well that's interesting i never really thought about that maybe that's well, true go subscribe to zach's patreon and read about star trek lower decks uh, I'm not interested in Lower Decks, but I, I might watch Next Generation again. Gary, given that we've been on really this like for me. like seven minutes, should we just do a fucking Star Trek podcast? Dude, I am looking for an excuse to rewatch Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah. I, I've been in a real big Next Generation, like on the cusp. <laughs> I've been and very I've been thinking about it nonstop. Do you remember how weird the Super Nintendo game was? Yes, I do. There's a couple. Did you ever like, play that? Yeah, I did play that one. Yeah. It's a very strange and the Game Boy version, that's like a pretty straight port of it, but is also very weird. Um, and I love how in Star Trek The Next Generation, no one is cool. It's true. Like, I thought some of the people were cool and interesting. Not one person at that show is fucking cool. Riker, it is like a Riker bunch of NPR kind of dads. Cool. He's the closest. There's a curve that we're judging on that makes yeah. him cool. You know, Uh, but everybody is just like nervous and like even Worf, who is like this badass is constantly just like, hmm, I I don't know. You know, they're they're just constantly shutting him down Uh and stuff. It is a it is a weird fucking show, man. Man. And so many shots of the ship just going from left to right to completion. (laughs) Like it's not it wouldn't make sense as a 22 minute show, but it doesn't make sense as a 45 minute show either. (laughs) Like there's a lot of filler. So Gary, hey, I want to say that I. You, instead of saying I've been real into Star Trek Next Generation, you could just say I've been pretty depressed lately. <laughs> I've just been thinking about it nonstop. Yeah, like, no. Same thought communicated, my friend. <laughs> the, um, I don't uh, know. I could I could say that. I have been depressed lately. Uh, if you've been depressed lately, go to patreon.com. We so did the outro, man. We're deep in the oh, paint shit. here. Oh, goddamn. We're <laughs> fucked. Oh, you read a review already, too, in this one, huh? Dude, yeah, no. God the episode, <laughs> I stopped recording about ten minutes ago. Did you really? No, no, no. Oh, okay, thank God. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we should, we should stop, I guess. I have stuff to do. I was trying to make this quick. And I, I know, it up. man. You got <laughs> so excited to talk about Star Trek. I know. I just really I like fucking it. blindsided me. <laughs> don't it, it's a you you of course relate to it being rare like when you are surprised because you feel something yeah you know yeah it's one of those things <laughs> like, <laughs> just like oh shit don't like, end the podcast i want to keep feeling anything <laughs> yeah anything at all to go play this show uh all right good night everybody live long and prosper <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>